This is Masks Off. I am Tia Fagan. And I'm Kim Gross. Who are you behind the masks you wear? We are here to have real conversations about how to live a more empowered and authentic life. So join us, remove your masks, live your life. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Masks Off. I'm Kim. And I'm Tia. And we have an interesting episode for you today. Um, But first, let me start off with a quote. So this quote is by Gary Zukoff, and he says, Every intention sets energy into motion, whether you are conscious of it or not. So let me just start by telling you all that um, (laughs) typically Tia and I, we talk a little bit beforehand and we try to think about and prepare what we want to talk about in each episode. And we had something prepared for today and we started talking this morning and we said, nope, nope, Mm -hmm. that is not, that's not what we're talking about today. Nope. We weren't (laughs) feeling it. We weren't in alignment with it because all of these other topics have been coming up, all these other words and, and, and topics have been coming up. And so we decided to completely let go of the other topic we had planned and we moved into this one. So what we want to talk about and what I just outlined a little bit is manifesting that we are manifesting all the time, whether we're manifesting positive or we're manifesting negative. So just like the quote says from Gary Zukoff, every intention sets energy into motion, whether you are conscious of it or not. Exactly. So it's not just, oh, I want this or I want that. We are internally making decisions for our life that we aren't even aware of some of the times more actually a lot of the times really yes and i think it can be confusing because i know it was confusing for me this whole manifesting idea i just always thought it was the vision board exactly get your poster board out put your picture of your sports car of money the mansion, the fancy house. And that's what I thought manifesting was like, let me just Mm -hmm. manifest all this amazing stuff. Right. The secret, right. Right. I mean, here's, here's where, and this is why we wanted to talk about this today because, Mm -hmm. you know, I read the secret when it first came out like three times. And in my mind, I was trying to will all, you know, I want, make it happen, (laughs) make it happen, make it happen. And I swear, none of it came happen. None, Even though you had a beautiful vision board, didn't you? Like right above I, your desk. Oh, I did. So you could yeah, see it every all day. The, pictures. the I, words, everything. None of it happened. So I truly did not understand. And I don't think that the secret really did a great job of it anyway, which is why they got a lot of kickback about it. Right. So then I started to share with you. <clears throat> this morning, how things have been coming across my radar and how things can manifest. So one of the writers of The Secret is um, Dr. Joe Vitelli. And so like I was sharing with you before we started recording, 
that I came across one of his workshops on, it was being advertised on Facebook, I think. So I ended up signing up for it because I remember him from The Secret. So Mm -hmm. I thought, that's interesting. Let me just see. Yeah. And so that was my first introduction to, even though he created that course in 2009, I think, and he wrote the book Zero Limits, how um, he did the course with Dr. And again, I'm probably going to botch up the pronunciation (laughs) of everything, but for those of you out there who are familiar with Dr. Lin, Mm -hmm. I think it is. And um, they were talking about, can you say it? Honopono. Oh, we probably should have actually like looked that up. Like, <laughs> like, I, I know what it is. I just, I, I and I, I don't mean disrespect or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, I would still, even though I've heard it pronounced properly and how to do it, I still would mess it up, but it's like Honopono. Hold on. Um, yeah. And while you're checking that, I'll just continue to tell the listeners. Honopono. But again, I don't know. Hono Pono Pono. H O apostrophe O P O N O P O N O N O. Okay. So there, there's this guy. I still would back, botch it up because it's still such a tricky one to say. But the, what I'm trying to convey is that within the last three weeks, how many times from different people that has popped up? Mm-hmm. Like, like you were saying earlier, there is some, some, the universe is trying to say to me, Kim, you need to learn a little bit more about this because I've heard it from three, maybe four different directions from completely different like people. None of them are connected. So and you've never I, heard of it before either from what you said this morning. So this until is like, like three weeks ago, never heard wow. of it. And I asked you, you heard of it. The, all the other people, yeah, I've heard of that before. I'm thinking, where am I? I'm in the dark ages. But anyway. You just weren't ready to receive it yet. I was. Okay. So yeah. I'm sure you've heard of it, but you weren't ready to receive it. Exactly. So we, so that's where the saying comes from. The student must be ready and Mm -hmm. the teacher will appear, right? What is. So, so that's a little bit um, about what's been coming up for me, but Mm -hmm. going back to the quote, to bring it back that we are manifesting all the time, even the things that we don't want in our lives mm-hmm. are manifesting completely. Right. There's Do you a, have example, any examples of that? To think of examples. I'm sure there's plenty, but I mean, all we have to do is think of like, Oh, why is this thought coming back into my mind? Why is this person poking my inner child again? It's because we're continually putting out into the universe subconsciously, unconsciously, that we haven't learned that lesson. So it, yeah. we're inviting the same people, the same situations for us to, hey, here's another, here's another redo. Are you going to learn from it? Are you going to look at it? It's just an opportunity to either continue on the same road that you're on or is that opportunity presenting itself and now you're choosing to pivot, to change your perspective, to go within. Because if we're not going within and we're not in alignment and learning and growing and consciously changing our thoughts and our beliefs, it's going to, our life is going to stay the same. 
it's going to feel like the hamster wheel, right? Going exactly. around and around. And here we, again. <laughs> here we go again. And then what happened? Because I've done it. I've been there when the same thing keeps showing up. I felt right. like such a victim. Like, why is this always happening to me? Mm-hmm. And how many people do you know and have heard people saying like, oh, I've heard the saying, I have a black cloud following me all the time. Like there's yeah. literally no black clouds. It's no, not happening. Or, or, oh, I always have bad luck. I always have bad luck. Like as if it's on the outside mm-hmm. of the person. Exactly. When it's never on the outside, it's always, always on the inside. It's what we're attracting. That, and that's where like the secret got it right, per se, not right or wrong. But like they yeah. did go into that piece, I feel fairly yeah. well at the law of attraction. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also important to remember that the black cloud people, the bad luck people, the story that they're telling themselves, there's also good things have good things happening all the time, yeah. but they're not remembering them or acknowledging them. So rather than attaching per se, that's a whole uh, other thing, even though I don't want to yeah. say that word because when we attach, that's not necessarily healthy either but they're not noticing the things that they're manifesting that are positive. They're focusing on the negative things they're manifesting. So that's where your, what's the, where your attention, your attention grows. Yeah, I was just gonna, what, what's the quote? Yeah. The quote. So I guess maybe Joe Dispenza says it a lot that energy flows Thank you. where your attention goes. Yep. And so, and, and so many wisdom teachers use it. Tara Brock uses it all the time. It's Everybody. just yeah. wherever your attention and, and, there's so many things going on in my mind right now, like so many thoughts, because there's so much to talk about oh when gosh. it comes to this. Mm-hmm. But what you were just saying about, you know, the thinking about all the negative things, they, the person seeing all the negative and not seeing the positive, that also goes back to what you and I have been talking about a lot is the, br- the brain, right. the primitive brain. We are Absolutely. wired. So, I don't, so just to help listeners and viewers and it reminds myself to not beat myself up if I'm always looking at the negative or Mm -hmm. if I when I used to look at the negative because we're wired that way right completely survival for survival (laughs) we're we're, we have to always be looking out for the predator and looking for the Mm -hmm. negative like where is it am I going to be attacked so that's why even again now fast forward many 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 years that part of our brain (laughs) is still very much present even though we have a prefrontal cortex now and it has physically evolved we still have that Mm -hmm. limbic primitive brain right and so we're looking for the negative all the time and we need that part of our brain too it's for real fear for real danger yeah real danger it's it's, we don't want to get rid of it we just want to be able to discern it more and take that um ownership of like, yeah. oh, thank you for trying to save me. And this is not a mountain lion, so we're okay. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe we can talk a little bit about then like what the internal process is because we are so conditioned to just look on the outside and think mm-hmm. that it's out there. And that and then, if we want to manifest, we have to really go in, right? Right. Right. Instead, so removing that focus that everything on the outside controls us, it's actually the opposite. Things aren't happening to us. We are creating. And so it goes back to the, the 
talk we did about co-creation and 100% responsibility. So you'll notice these themes and what we talk about, it's all intersected. It's all intertwined. It's not one without the other. It's all together. And so that going within and alignment within means taking and be, having that awareness, 100% responsibility, co-creation. What's my perspective on this? Wow, my perspective has all these lenses and filters from all that conditioning. Are they true? Are they serving me anymore? Because that's another piece we haven't really talked about a lot, I don't think. Maybe we have in way earlier episodes, is our reactions, our thoughts, our beliefs, they were there to serve us at one point in time. So we can't beat ourselves up for the negative belief we have or the victimhood or, you know, all those masks that we wear, they have been there to protect us. Completely. And so we do want to honor that that process is there. And now we can decide we have a more deep connection to our inner self. And again, this takes time. But now it may no longer serve us. It may still serve us from time to time. You know, if you're at a social event and you're just like, oh, it's too much for me. I can't be me. Okay, put on a mask for a second. But then you're consciously aware of it. And obviously, eventually, it'd be great if we could not have them at all. But we do live in a world where we have to survive in the world that we're in. We're not on a little commune on a mountain. (laughs) Exactly. So should I share my example? Yeah, of what do. I had to do. <laughs> yes. Okay. So do. I know. So one of the things that um, has been for a long time and probably served me at some point, I don't know how, but it was this, it's always been difficult for me to receive, mm-hmm. to receive uh, love, love, admiration, anything like that. I've, oh, I'm just more of a giver than I am of a receiver. Mm-hmm. And I do believe that it goes back to when I was a child of feeling my needs mm-hmm. were not important. Right. I had unmet needs and most of us do. Most of us have unmet needs. So now we are going back to the inner child work, right? How that connects. It's all a play, right? We can't, it, there's you can't not talk about it. Right, exactly. You have to bring it, it just all interconnects, just like you said. So when I was a child, I felt like my needs were not worthy. Mm-hmm. So then therefore it became very difficult for me to receive. And I just learned, it was a learned behavior. Well, let me just, I just have to give, I give. Yep. And when so, you gave, can I ask? Yes. Try to interject. But, yes. And when you gave, then you got attention. Yes. About, oh, that was so nice. You know, so you were yes. able to get those needs met, even though they weren't the core needs. You got it was, there was feedback a from, the, from the giving, where you didn't get feedback yes. from receiving. The re- feedback from receiving, oftentimes when we're kids, it's like, oh, you're so selfish. You're so... All you care about is this or that, you know, so it, when we were, we aren't taught how to receive in, no. a, in a loving way, it can easily shift to spoiled or ungrateful. Mm. So why would we receive? Right. You would think it would be such an easy, natural, organic thing to condition, your, you know, for children, but it's not, we're not taught that at all. Mm. So you're right. So there was a payoff when... 
I got feedback for giving. So that's why I kept doing the giving. And then like you and I were saying earlier, just as women in general, Mm -hmm. mothers, we are naturally nurturers. So we give, we give like Mm -hmm. that. That's our, that's our role is to just nurture, nurture, nurture. And then society elevates it in order to be a good mother. You sacrifice Mm, and just keep giving. Yes. Right. So there's been this long standing pattern of me giving, 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 and not receiving and being very uncomfortable with receiving for the very reasons that you just mentioned. So fast forward to two days ago, I'm in this challenge. I'm doing a workshop or in a group. And the challenge was to post on Facebook, which I very rarely post anything on my personal Facebook page anyway. I'm Mm -hmm. just not one to be a big poster. I like to follow, but I don't post. And the challenge was to put on Facebook, um, I forget, it's actually right here, that I had to post, I'm opening myself up to receive more love and appreciation. Please tell me what are your favorite qualities about me? And when Monday is two days, oh, you go ahead, go ahead. I want you to share the rest of that post though, whether okay. you do it now or after you share now, because I think oh. that's an important, it's an yes. important and the, and then I did, to- Yes, I did put down right after that, I did put FYI, that yes. FYI, this is extremely something along the words, it's extremely difficult. I'm very uncomfortable doing this, but I know that I need to do it anyway. I knew and no, I knew that I needed to do that for my growth. Mm-hmm. I felt so much resistance, so much resistance to doing that activity. Yeah. Like, oh, super uncomfortable with it. I can still feel mm-hmm. that feeling. And the um, challenge was put out maybe three days ago, and it took me two days before I could actually post that. And then once I typed it out, I sat there. You like, didn't hit post. From I, didn't hit, I didn't hit send right away. I'm like, should I, should I not? Should I, should I not? And I really hesitated, but then I just knew that I needed to for my growth. So, so things you happened. chose discomfort. I chose discomfort over comfort. I mean, Woo. I cannot do these episodes with you and do these programs and not grow from them. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just amazing that we're doing this together. So I'm super, super grateful. So I went ahead and did it. And then as I shared with you this morning, even after, you know, you, you yourself put a beautiful post and just people posting, you know, really beautiful comments about me. And it still is hard for me to let that soak in because I'm so not used to it. So what was your response when you first started reading? Did you read them as they came in or did you go like avoid it for a while? And then I did did the first one. I'm like, I think you might have been the second. I'm like, I don't know. I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, I didn't right away. Didn't want to read it. And then finally I did. And then I, I was so aware because I, and so we can talk also um, either in this episode or the next about self-awareness again. And we are, have been talking about this inner work, right. but I had to be so self-aware of what I was feeling 
first of all, I have to be aware, acknowledge, accept, right. and then I can change it. So when I was reading it and I was aware of the fact that I was struggling to let that in. Mm. So then what does that mean? Why am I resistant to letting it in? What, what I got to underneath, underneath, underneath was the feeling of unworthiness. Mm. I don't deserve to have that kind. Like, who am I to have people think such nice things about myself or about me? You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's an old, old belief from and we way, don't way, see way back. ourselves that way. Exactly. In the way other people see us often. So when you read them, what was like, what thoughts popped into your mind? Did you go to, oh, that's not true. How do they see that? Or were you like, yeah, wow. So I that, mean, like, what was, what was the it, it was inner dialogue? That, going it was on more of that. It was more of, hmm, wow, I'm surprised. Like, I don't see that. How do they see that about me? Like, I don't see it, you know? Yeah. Um, that was the initial like dialogue. And then I had to just sit with that. And then because I have been doing a lot of work on my inner self, then I was able to gradually, you know, say, okay, no, I am that is true about me. Mm-hmm. It really is, you know, and, and then I could let it sink in a little bit more. But initially I couldn't, I was like, how are they saying that about me? That's not true. I was going to say, or did you even go like, oh, they're just saying that to be nice. Or so, did you have any thoughts similar to that? I'm just, just cause yeah. I'm trying to think of like what listeners might be going yeah, through, I what mean, I have gone through, through similar exercises yeah. in, you know, in the past. And yeah, like I almost a little bit of that, like, oh, you know, even thinking to myself, I probably, I did have a thought somewhere of, oh, somebody might just, you know, post something because maybe they're a caretaker or people, mm. you know, people pleaser and just don't want me to feel bad. So they'll just put something down to just be nice. You know what I mean? And not, it's not true or not authentic, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so, so there was a teeny bit of that too. Yeah. And I think what's really, I, I mean, you know that we already talked about it before we yeah. started recording. I love that you did that. Um, I think everyone should do that if they have never done that in the past. It's oh, yeah. Really, it's a very uncomfortable thing to do. Very. But it really makes you have to face a lot of things, you know, that negative self-talk. No, it's not true. Wait a minute. Why would they say it? You know, so it, it's a really powerful exercise to notice very. your internal dialogue. Very um, powerful. And then it's really important to remember that it's people love sharing amazing things about other people. I know. I mean, you do that all the time, right? I mean, I it's super easy for you to be like, oh, my friend X, she's this and this and this, and I'm just mm. so grateful. So why can't other people do it for you? It's the you limiting know? beliefs. Right. It's the old patterns, you know? Right. It's the old tapes. Right. And then there's that receiving aspect of, because I'm sure you've been, you know, you've said something nice about another person. They're like, oh, no, no. I mean, how many times do we all do mm. that? Someone pays us a compliment and we blow it off. Yep. And I had a teacher from years ago, and she, I can't remember exactly how she described it, but she's like, imagine someone gives you a gift and you blow off, you know, the gift of a compliment or like you are this incredibly kind, mm. deep listener and you blow that off. And so the person who just gave you that gift is standing there. Like mm. if it's, 
it's not owning that that person has a valid experience, whether you believe it or not. 100%. When we put up that wall, it's not just putting up a wall to ourselves, we're putting a wall up to that person. And then it's that, depending on the person, they can internalize and be like, well, am I reading the person? You know, or my, or my, is my gut wrong? But this is how you make me feel. So should I not trust my feelings? Oh, so there's a lot that's a good of stuff point to bring in, in receiving when mm. we don't receive, we are shutting off ourselves and the other shutting off ourselves and the other and shutting ourselves off from the universe. Correct. Right. Because if the universe is, so this is why it was so powerful and so important for me to do the activity. And again, for anyone to, it's so powerful, like mm-hmm. you just said, But because now that I've done the exercise and I'm moving past those feelings of resistance, right? Going back to what you said earlier in the episode about the lessons, now there may be a little bit more of that lesson that I have to learn, but for the most part, I feel I've come on the other side of that Mm -hmm. and that the healing takes place within me. So now my energy is open to receiving and now the universe can send more my way. Right. And that's what manifesting is, right? Mm-hmm. If I want to manifest more of what I want, I, if I'm more open, right. I can then have the universe can, it can be, I can attract it. Like right. attracts like, that's what manifesting is. Right. And you like can receive like. those gifts and you don't even need the other people. I mean, and that's, that's a whole nother thing. It's yep. a lovely exercise in noticing, but we don't need other people to validate us on the outside. And we can talk about yeah. that more in another yeah. episode. But so it's, it's an exercise of self-awareness is more like when I w- did that exercise, I don't know, a few years ago, that's what yep. it was for me. It was like, oh, it's amazing. People see me this way is it true? What are the thoughts within me? But now I don't need, you don't need it in the same way because you start to internalize. Not that we don't have um, misalignment and go into negative. I mean, cause they're my favorite thing. I, I call myself when I make you dumbass. <laughs> I still, I still do that to this day. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's just the internal yeah. talk that I have had yes. forever. Um, but then I can remember, you know what? You just made a mistake. You just screwed up. Yeah, not that. Um, And then there's the other part of, so we're so open to that negative in a different way, because that validates our negative thought process. And the teacher who I did this, not that specific exercise, but the gift piece is the other part is like, you know, and especially in this divided world we're in right now, someone says, you know, whether it's around politics or Corona um, vaccines or, you know, treatment, you know, there's so much negativity right now. Yeah. And people like it's my way or the highway and you're this, or you're that. I mean, I've seen language that is, you know, glumping people into these things. Yep. So someone, you could post something just for an example, and someone could make a negative comment or you invite a kind, you know, like, Hey, have you ever thought of, or whatever that, experience you have and someone throws something negative at you you don't have to take that gift either nope so you can say nope that's not me that is yours 
So the projection, I mean, that's a whole nother thing we can talk about, but it's what you're talking about is that internal. So we can choose what to take in that others are throwing at us, but if it, but we have to start with the internal. So does it match with what we are opening up to the universe? Can I receive that? Because that is more of what I want. Yeah. And there's the, I'm on a little rampage right now, but no, go, you're good. Go, go. But there's that other piece of, um, you know, so they throw that at us. It gives us an opportunity to say, is this mine? Mm. And is this something I want? Even if it's uncomfortable, like as you received and we're slowly able to integrate and take these very truthful, beautiful things about you, Mm which are real. Yes. Yes. You know, so (laughs) they were as, you know, but you could say, is this, can I see this in me? And is this something I want to embody and put out Mm. into the universe? Because you can see it in others. Why not in yourself? Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. It's so true. So, and just to kind of say that it's not like an automatic thing. What, What is more automatic is, that someone shoots something at you and you know, the arrow sticks, we talked about arrows Mm -hmm. last time and it triggers something within, you know, the wound within, and usually then it's a reaction, whether it, even if the, even if what's you just said, what's coming at you is something positive. There may be like this wall of, you can't let that in because Mm -hmm. you don't feel it's true. Mm -hmm. So there, or something negative is coming at you from someone and that one does go in yep. and it hits the wound and it's now the arrow stuck in that wound. Either way, the bottom line is going in and healing. Right. Right. And because choice. that's what, yeah, exactly. And that's mm-hmm. what's been allowing me more and more in my life to manifest more of what I want. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode is how to get more of what you want in your life and um, what, what it takes and involves to get that. And all the deep layers of that manifestation. I mean, look at, we covered so many things just now, and it may sound for our listeners that like that was super scattered and yeah, it feels a little, yeah. But if there's There's one thing that resonated with you, start there. Exactly. And we'll just continue to keep this conversation going yep. because I think it's really important. And go deeper and deeper. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a big part of, of your inner growth is understanding who you are and in your inner. Yeah. And that I just think the receiving is such an amazing piece of manifesting too. I never thought of it that way. I never realized. And that's why I'm, again, going back to, you know, how just that course came across my radar, just how that was manifested. And why did that come? Because the universe knew that I needed to Mm -hmm. heal this part within. The universe like knew that I struggle with receiving, Mm -hmm. you know, love and admiration and adornment. So in order for me to just heal myself first and foremost, but then to heal my relationships, right. you know, right. with in my life. Right. Because if I'm, if, even if the people that are very close to me in my life are telling me how much they love me or, you know, 
my daughter, you're a great mom or whatever. And if I'm unable to like let that in, mm-hmm. then there's a disconnect between myself and my loved ones. Exactly. Cause you're not able to receive. I'm so, just always giving. Mm-hmm. And when you're not receiving, you're putting that blockage up. Yeah. And that whole universal energy, it's not a line. (laughs) It's a circle, you know, it's a reciprocal or a spiral, however you want to envision it that works for you, but it's in and out, in and out, round and around. It's not out there. (laughs) I send it out and nothing comes back. No, because how can you manifest if nothing comes back to you? I know. And it could be, right. and we could be missing all these opportunities of like, hello, I've tried to manifest this for you, but you haven't taken it yet. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's what I was thinking of earlier when we were talking about like our businesses and stuff, mm-hmm. like, you know, there may be so many opportunities, but if I'm not willing to receive them yep. because I'm putting up a little wall of, no, I'm not ready. I don't want right. to do this quite yet. Right. Now I've I've got some limits here. I've got some conditions. Universe, exactly. you know. So it's like in that case, and this one maybe we can save for the next one. Am I missing out on those opportunities because mm. of my 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 resistance, my limits, my conditions, the thoughts and the beliefs that are in yeah mm. yeah. Oh, so much to talk about. Oh, I know. I love it though. Like I get all like excited and riled up because it's just so exciting to talk about this stuff. So we'll, we'll wrap up this episode. um, And we do hope all of our listeners and viewers that you're able to grab something (laughs) today. (laughs) You could follow us. Just our excitement. We're so excited. There's so much to talk about. And again, if you have any comments or questions or you want to hear something more specific from today, um, do leave us a comment. We really appreciate all of the support. We see you listening and viewing, and we're super, super excited to have all of you with us. Very much so. All right. Have a good day. Thanks, everyone. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Masks Off. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe and share with friends and family. Check out the show notes for how to contact us. Remove your masks. Live your life.